Hello everyone and welcome to the Armchair Linguist. My name is Jennifer Sabir. And today we are on day two of my um, 30-day basic Russian language challenge. If you had a chance yesterday to listen to episode 106, then uh, you were able to kick off the language challenge with some practice words and phrases. And today, before we begin, I just wanted to, um, you know, cover a few uh, Russian language facts um, and etymologies regarding um, the language. I think it's important, regardless of which language you're learning or even what skill um, that you're learning to master, uh, why you are, uh, you know, and a little bit about the backstory, because the more motivated you are, the more passionate you are about something, um, then you will stick with it long term. Learning the foundation is very important, so do not worry again about the dialect or not being a native speaker. That comes with time, and so it's, you know, this challenge is just about being exposed to the words and phrases that accompany the Russian language, and at the end of the 30 days, we'll see where we're at and perhaps extend it further. Old Russian is applied to East Slavic language, influenced by Old Church Slavonic of the 18th century and uh, during the rule of Tsar Peter the Great and the descendant of Kievan Rus of East Slavic tribes during 9th to 13th century. In 500 AD, common Slavic speakers separated into Western, Eastern, and Southern groups, and Eastern Slavs settled near the Dnieper River, or what's known as the present-day Ukraine. Due to a lack of written words uh, during 9th to 13th century, the three branches of Slavs separated into three further dialects of Ukrainian, Belarusian, and Russian. Ukrainian emergence was possibly around 950 AD, and around 1917, at the Russian Revolution, Belarusian was considered its own language based upon its independence and the southwestern dialects of the Minsk area. Okay, so let's begin day two with some practice words and phrases. And again, we keep these short so it's easier to recall them and practice them. And feel free to hit the pause button as needed and repeat. Ya Americanitz. Ya Americanitz. I'm an American male. Ya Americanka. Ya Americanka. I'm an American female. Is Venetia. Is Venetia. Formal for excuse me. Is Veni. Is Veni. Informal for excuse me. Poi dimetje. Poi dimetje. Let's go, formal. Poidim, poidim, informal. Let's go. Sodovolsvim, sodovolsvim, gladly or with pleasure. Bolshoi spasiba, bolshoi spasiba. Thank you very much. Bolshalista, bolshalista, please, you're welcome. 
Pravda. Pravda. Really, or literally, the truth? Nedavno. Nedavno. Recently? Now, as a reminder and a quick review um, on two points, uh, the words from yesterday, uh, you can go back to 106, but um, also just as a, you know, just a rule point here, when you're speaking uh, the Russian language, there is an informal and a formal way of addressing someone as it is in many languages. And um, when you say, for instance, to a good friend, hello, you want to say strasvitsi, and to a formal person, like say an acquaintance or someone you've met for the first time, strasvitsi. You'll notice there's a difference between the e at the end and the j, and the j is used often for formal situations or in the plural, but it's dropped when it's singular. So it's a just a quick thing to note. Um, as you progress through Russian, it uh, helps with memory as well as if you notice the differences when you are speaking it and the similarities so you can recognize common patterns. So, for example, the informal way of saying, let's go, pojdem, pojdem, and the formal way, pojdem che, you'll notice that you're just adding that che to the end for the formal this does not work with all words, by the way. So this is just, we're progressing as we go through here. So it's just some things to note with language. You'll recognize patterns and pieces, much like a puzzle. And the more you recognize them, the easier it is to recall it. Devaye, devaye, come on. Informal, like. Formal, devayeche, devayeche. And finally, izvini. Izvini, excuse me, informal, and formal. Izvinitia, izvinitia. Another point, like if you are trying to distinguish between informal and formal, um, for some people, like it really depends on your culture and where you come from, because you have to consider, you know, the difference in the actual um, language of what you're speaking so not your native tongue so for instance in America we kind of fade the lines between formal and informal a lot but it may be considered disrespectful if it's for somebody you know say from Russia so if you're greeting your tour guide for example or somebody who is a teacher or something like that you would want to use the formal greeting so you'd be adding the to the end to it if it's um, your friends again, your siblings, um, then you would just use the informal. Uh, if, it, if it's such as, you know, in some cases, if it's a distant relative or an elder, then you would possibly want to use the formal unless it's already been discussed to use the informal. And if you are addressing a group of even, I think, children and adults, you'll want to use the formal greeting as well. If it's just like a single child, you can use the informal. So, okay, well, that concludes day two of the 30-day basic Russian challenge. 
Um, and please feel free to drop me a line if you have any questions or um, you have anything to add uh, or any comments and feedback is welcomed. You can reach me on Twitter at Jennifer Sabir, on Instagram at The Armchair Linguist, and or you can leave me a voice note through the podcast. Best wishes to you all and see you next time.